This Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and in this broadcast, I want to talk to you about how the joy of the Lord is your strength. God does not want you to let the enemy steal your joy. So again, I want to say welcome and welcome to those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps see this on YouTube or hear it on the podcast and iTunes or wherever you may listen to this. The beautiful thing about the word of God is that it is evergreen. These messages are permanent. They're awesome. So, okay. Oh, hang on one second. I just have to, have to, I just wanted to turn on the chat portion, even though I won't be directly looking at that, but this way I can see it later. Anyway. All right. So getting started again, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's Nehemiah 8.10. And so here's the bottom line. The enemy, the devil, your adversary, the enemy of your soul, he is after your joy. Why? Because the joy of the Lord in you, right? Your joy, your joy is your strength. And if he can steal your joy, he's got you beat. And it's just as simple as that. If he can steal your joy, he can rob you of peace. And that is a terrible place to be. You, you know, we all know what it's like to, to you know, experience um, that, that sense of just no peace, no good. That tells you, if you don't have peace right now, one of two things, you either don't have the spirit of God in you, or you've just shifted your focus and you need to shift it back to the Lord, right? Isaiah 26, three says, the Lord will keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed or fixed or focused upon him because you trust him, right? Okay. When you really and truly trust the Lord and your focus is there on trusting him, you'll have peace. And then when the enemy comes with his lies, you'll speak out of your mouth. No. And that is how you'll, you know, you'll overcome. Because here's the thing. Once you speak words of agreement with the enemy, say he's attacking your thoughts. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, yeah. And those words come out of your mouth and you've just come into agreement with the lie or with whatever it is that you don't want to see. And you've come into agreement with that. You've shifted your focus to what the enemy is telling you, right? As opposed to what God says, you have authority. You are more than a conqueror. You are victorious. When he's in you, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Okay. So when you're looking at the things of the world or you're believing a lie that's being thrown at you, then, you know, then, and you'll speak that thing. And, you know, the sad part about that is death and life is in the power of the tongue, your words, your words, right? You know, the word says that the, your tongue is like the rudder of a ship, right? Think about that. So with your words, with your tongue, with your words, you can literally shift what is going on because that is your inheritance from the Lord. And I'm going to talk to you about that later. Okay. All right. So you don't want to speak any words that are in agreement with the enemy. If you see something going on that you, that it's upsetting you, you know, it's not right. You know, it's an injustice. 
you have authority over those types of situations. And listen, even if it looks like there's nothing immediate you can do right now, you start declaring out of your mouth, Lord, I trust you. If you have to go to God the Father and you know talk to him and pray, right? He says, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but if, if you have the spirit of God in you, God the Father looks at Jesus. So if Jesus is in you, the spirit of Jesus, right? The Holy Spirit is in you, Christ in you. The minute, the second you say, Father, the Father looks and sees Christ in you, Jesus. Yes. And you start speaking. Well, we know that we, if we pray anything according to God's will, God's promises are yes and amen. Anything Jesus prayed, right? God is not going to say no to Jesus because, but Jesus is always going to, you know, pray in line with the will of God, right? He, he and the father are one. So whatever you pray according to God's will, believe that you have received it and you'll have it. That's Mark eleven twenty four. Glory to God. All right. But remember, when it comes to injustices or any works of the devil, Jesus gave you his authority to speak to those things mm, with authority, mean it. And those words have power. The power of God will go straight to work on those things and boom. And then you just stand and trust God. No other option. That's the key to unwavering faith. You speak the word of God and you stand. To stand means you consider no other options. Okay. All right. So just remember that once you speak, when you speak words, you're speaking either in agreement with God or in agreement with the enemy. You got to watch your words. And, and this, you know, not that this is about your words, but it is because joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. But the way that you're going to keep that joy is to keep God's word in your mouth. Okay, this is everything. Your words are your most powerful weapon. Your words are literally, literally a weapon. Okay, they're a weapon, a weapon against the enemy. Glory to God. Death and life is in the power of the tongue, your words. Glory to God. All right. All right. So we know that the enemy comes only. Jesus said the enemy comes only. He said the thief, right? The enemy, he's a robber. He's a thief. He wants to steal your, he comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. He wants to steal your joy so he can rob you of peace. He's a robber. He's a thief. He comes only to steal, to kill and to destroy. But guess what? He can't do it unless you give him the ammo with your words your agreement. That's why you got to know the word of God, because when the enemy comes with his lies, and usually it's something about the past, that's, that's all that devil talks about is the past, the past. Remember this, remember that. What if this, remember that? He's a liar. Something from the past might've been true, but God doesn't want you looking at the past. He wants you looking at the future with him and using that authority he's giving you. Devil, get out of here. Lord, I trust you, right? The Lord is a shield to those who trust him. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So the thief, right? The devil, the enemy, your adversary, the enemy, he comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, but I came 
so that you might have life, right? He came to give you life. That life is in his spirit. So once Jesus becomes the Lord of your life and the Father sends the Holy Spirit, got the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of Christ, right? Christ to live in you, in your spirit. Now you have life and life more abundantly. Well, how do you make that life? How do you release that life into being? Say if you're, you've been sick, right? Repent for any agreement with the devil, you break it. And then you start speaking, thank you, Lord, by your stripes, I am healed. And you really get that picture of what Jesus did for you. Stay in his word. Get the word of God so deeply just, just in you. The more you see it, the more you read it, the more it gets into your heart, the more it will come out of your mouth. What you put in your heart in abundance will come out of your mouth, right? If you're putting things of the world into your heart in abundance, that's what's going to come out of your mouth. If you're hanging around people that are gossips, that's what's going into your heart. That's what's going to come out of your mouth. You need to you need to be very careful where you spend your time, where you spend your energy, and with whom. Very important. Okay? Look at the fruit, the, the things that people produce in their lives to know. You'll know them by their fruit. By their fruit, meaning what are the results? What are the things that that they produce in their life? What are the things that happen in their life as a result of what they speak? Because here's the deal. Your whole sum of your life, it's a result of what you've been speaking. You may know that consciously or unconsciously, but if your life doesn't look the way, the way you would want it to right now, look at the words that you've been speaking. Okay, it could even be like habitually. What have you been saying? All right, so this is why I've got to feed on the word of God every single day. It makes you strong and it builds your faith in God. Faith comes by hearing, right? Hearing, meaning faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. Glory to God. All right, so James 1.22 says, be doers of the word and not just hearers, because if you're just hearing it, but then not doing it and living according to the word, then you just deceive yourself. You might even think, ah, oh, this, that's, you know, I'm reading it, but this isn't for me. Well, listen, if you read the word, the word, if, if you have the spirit of God in you and you're reading the word, it's going to transform you from the inside out. You're going to look at it and say, whoa, wow. I need to I need to start living like this. This is what will bring victory in your life. If you read it and you're like, "Yeah, you got to wonder if you really have the spirit of God in you if you if you're really if you've asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life because if you don't have the spirit of God, first of all, Romans 8:9 says you don't belong to God. God created you, but you don't belong to him. Okay, that's I, I'm okay. Uh, all right. All right, Lord, let me explain this. I'm going to try to go quick. Is there stuff I want to cover with you? But here's the deal. When you were born, okay, you had you were born with your human spirit, right, out of your mother's womb, but you had um, that um, because of Adam's sin, you had the sin nature, okay, in your human spirit. So naturally, as a child, 
mine, right? Or no, like it's selfishness. It's rooted in selfishness. The the right, you know, the human not born again spirit is rooted in self, right? And that's like the devil, I, 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 because of Adam's sin. And so you have sin in your life. And the only thing that, the only, the only, the only thing that could ever, ever take away that sin is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is why you need Jesus. You cannot get to heaven on good works because if you could, Jesus never would have had to come to this earth, okay? Your good works don't cover that sin. That's already still in your life, whether it's from the past, whether it's from whenever. There's still sin in your life. It has to be paid by blood. And the only blood is the blood of Jesus that can remove that sin. And once you ask Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life, oh my gosh, there's, oh my gosh, you get everything. First of all, you become a child of God. Secondly, your sin is completely washed away. Completely. Okay. Does that give you a license to sin? Because here's the thing. Now you're considered righteous. You're considered in right standing with God. And then even if you do, you know, commit, like if you do sin, God isn't holding it against you. But here's the big problem. You literally give the devil the right to throw darts at you and to even kill you. Your agreement with the enemy allows the enemy to wreak havoc in your life. Okay. And if you sin, if you, if you go contrary to God, in action or deed, like you're just sinning habitually and you don't care because you just are forgiven. I'm telling you, your life is going to be hell on earth. And you've got to wonder, you, you're not thinking about God. So then you've got to wonder, you didn't make Jesus the Lord of your life because if he's the Lord of your life, he's the king of your life. And you let him direct your life always for your good. It's always for your good. The enemy wants to kill you right? He comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you need Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You cannot get to the Father. You cannot get to heaven other than through Jesus. He's the only way. He is the door. There is no other. There is no other. All right. So hang on one second. Excuse me. Mm. Thank you, Lord. All right. So getting back to joy. Oh, and I was saying about James 1 each 22, 122, be doers of the word, not hearers only. Because when you live according to God's word, you're literally letting the Holy Spirit have his way in your life. You know, and if you start to go a wrong way, the Holy Spirit will, he'll stop you and say, no, 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 don't do that. And you'll, you'll definitely, you'll know if you're in God's word regularly, I'm telling you, you'll know you're just, something's not going to feel right. And don't go against that because you have to remember that the flesh, yes, this is your flesh, but your flesh is also a way of thinking that opposes God's spirit, right? God and his spirit in you because his spirit in you, right? That's God. So so oh, your way of thinking that's lined up with the world or the devil, right? It's going to go contrary to the way that God thinks. And God resides 
in your spirit now, once you're born again, meaning once you've asked Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life, God sends his spirit, the spirit of Christ in you. Now you are literally born from above. Okay. It's spiritual, but now you're, you're born from above and now God identifies you as his own because he sees Christ in you. Jesus is his son. God, the father looks at Jesus. Okay. And Jesus looks at the world because he wants to save, you know, he wants people to be saved. And so, and the Holy Spirit is at work in you to help people to come back to God, to be saved. Right. So in any event, I hope that was clear, but moving on, James 4, 7 says, submit to God, do what he says, right? You'll know what he says when you read the word, right? Do what he says and resist the devil and he'll flee from you. How do you resist the devil? With your words, Mm. with your words, right? Joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, meaning joy is one of the things that the Holy Spirit produces. It's one of the things that comes out of the Holy Spirit. So if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, then the joy of the Lord is in you. And that is strength to you. The joy of the Lord is your strength, right? So, okay. So Galatians 5.22 says the fruit of the Spirit, meaning the things, the fruit that, that the Holy Spirit produces or the things that are in the Holy Spirit that come out of the Holy Spirit in a person, right? Is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So if you're lacking in any of those areas, get in the word, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. I'm telling you, as you live and you say, Lord, I'm going to read your word and I'm going to live and I'm going to do what it says. And Holy Spirit, if I mess up, show me. And then what you do is you repent quickly. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I did that. And boom, you're forgiven. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I am forgiven. I am, you know, I'm blessed and I'm already forgiven. I thank you, Lord, for your precious blood, right? So when you live a life of repenting quickly, meaning to turn from that thing, you break off any agreement with it and you go on with God. You, you're already in right standing with God, but you want to make sure that there's no agreement with the devil because you don't want the devil to be able to get his hands on you and then get, you know, no agreement with the devil. It's going to come through words and deeds. And anytime God showed me any time that you say or do anything that's contrary to God's word, you'll be in bondage. It's not God holding you in bondage, but you literally give the devil a right to throw darts at you and to hold you captivity and captive uh, hold you captive or in captivity you allow the devil to do that to you just by agreement no no agreement with the devil okay no all right i'm gonna say no so wow we're moving right along okay live life by the spirit or living in the spirit which simply means letting the holy spirit have his way in your life. Okay. The apostle Paul was speaking here and he said, you, my brothers and sisters, why didn't I write down? Oh my goodness. I apologize. I, I wrote down the like 13th, but 
I didn't write. Anyway, he said, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly, for the entire law is fulfilled in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's beautiful. It is. He said, if you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be, you will destroy each other. You will be destroyed by each other. He said, so I say, walk in the spirit and you will not gratify or fulfill the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, right? We just talked about that. And the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you're led by the spirit, right? The Holy Spirit says, no, no, no. Or you're reading the word, oh, I, I need to do that. Okay. Then you're not under the law. When you live by the spirit or, you know, meaning simply that you let the Holy Spirit lead the way according, you live according to the word of God and you just, you know, and, and I tell you, when you let the Holy Spirit have his way in your life, you will be confident and strong and you will be victorious. You will understand that you're God's child. You don't have to walk in fear. You conquer it. Right? Oh my gosh. All right. So let me ask you, do you have the Holy Spirit? Do you? You'll know if you've if you're born again, if you've asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life and you let Jesus really be the Lord of your life. That's walking by the Spirit or living by the Spirit because you're letting the Lord have his way in your life, in every area of your life. Okay. So remember, before Jesus was your Lord, you only had your human spirit that you were born with. And I already explained all that. Okay. All right. So Having the spirit of God in you makes you God's child. That's how God identifies you. All right. Um, and like I said, when you pray and you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the Father is looking and you pray according to God's will, your answer is yes. All of God's promises in Christ are yes and amen. So you can know that God heard you and you have what you asked for. Be patient. Okay, and stand. Glory to God. Okay. I'm, t you know, and I just feel by just, I'm sensing that right now, people, there's some people watching going, yeah, but, but I did pray and I did believe and it didn't happen. When did you stop believing? Okay. So remember too that if it's regarding another person, like say, for example, you laid hands on someone and you, you know, believe for them to be healed. Well, they can go on your faith, you know, for a little bit, but every person has to work out their own salvation. You don't know what comes out of their mouth when you're not there. You could have prayed for someone and you're believing and you're, you just know that God would heal them. And then in the night they could say, I'm tired. I just want to go home or I don't want to fight anymore. Or, I'm done. Or they come into agreement with the enemy unbeknownst to you. You don't know what's in someone else's heart, but I can tell you that if you stood and they stood, God's word is true. All I can tell you is God is faithful. It's, it's God is not picking and choosing. I'm going to heal you. I'm not going to heal you. This, that, no, it's finished, right? 
he said, and he, and he showed us exactly how to do it. You have to believe and speak and stand. And when the devil comes and lies to you, get out of here. I trust you, Lord. Right? This is the word of God. This is the word of Lisa. This is the word of God. All right. So all right, let's go. Sorry, I got to drink again. <laughs> mm. Okay. Back to the joy of the Lord being your strength, right? When you have the joy of the Lord, I said this before, you're victorious. You won't let the enemy break you. You are more than a conqueror. Remember this, Jesus already conquered the enemy. He is a defeated foe. Do you believe it? Are you a believer? Walk in the authority that God gave you. So here's the thing. Jesus conquered. He already conquered. He says you are more than a conqueror. He passed you the baton so that you could keep going and even do the greater works. John 14, 12, he said, truly, truly, I tell you, anyone who believes right in me will do the same works that I do and even greater works than these. Why? He said, because he was going to the Father. You are more than a conqueror. You have the Spirit of God in you. He passed you the baton. Oh, wow. Glory to God. Philippians 4.13. And you understand, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The Spirit of Christ in you strengthens you. There's just a few things you have to understand. You are God's child. You have the spirit of God in you. You have authority over all the works of the devil. Help others to understand this so they can stand. Okay. So important. Okay. Jesus said in Mark 16, you, you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, right? You lay hands on the sick in the name of Jesus by his spirit in you. You speak, you believe father in the name of Jesus. Remember. The father looks at Jesus and says, yes and amen. Believe it. Receive it. Glory to God. Okay. God wants you to pray boldly and speak with authority like Jesus, right? Like Jesus did. All right. God hears you when you talk to him. First John 5, 15 says, and if you know that God hears you, you know, you have what you asked for. That's the word of God. First John 5, 15. The righteous are those who are in right standing with God. Only if you have Jesus, though. You can't be in right standing with God any other way. All right? All right. Um, and Jesus said that all who come to him truly from his heart, right, in no way will he cast them out. God, God sees right through. To all right. All right. We're going to pray because I believe I covered all of this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. God keeps his promises. If something happens that you don't like, check yourself. What have you been saying, speaking? What have you been in agreement with? Okay. If you don't use your authority against the devil, he'll use your authority against you. The words that come out of your mouth I'm telling you. Okay. With your words, you give God the power to act or you give the devil the ammo to throw darts at you. No. Okay. All right, Jesus said in Matthew 12, 37, by your words, you are justified and by your words, you're condemned. No weapon formed against you shall prosper if you keep God's word in your mouth. Think about this. No weapon 
formed against you will prosper. How? Your words. Your words. Because if you're speaking words in agreement with the enemy, he's forming a weapon to use against you. Right? Where there's agreement, the the enemy will throw darts at you and that thing will prosper. No, that's not what we want, right? Okay, the scripture says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue, because it says, and every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. So you got to speak and say, no, no. This, and then the next verse says, this is the heritage. This is the inheritance that Jesus gave you, right? This is the inheritance of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Glory to God. You'll see God's righteousness released. Let me tell you something. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Do not let the devil steal your joy or he's got you beat. Okay? Don't allow it. Don't allow it. Do not allow oppression to come by being in agreement with the devil. Be very mindful. All right. We got to pray because we are out of time. Just remember you have everything you need to be victorious. You do. Live your life by letting the Holy Spirit live through you and have his way. Okay. Don't violate your conscience. All right. Let's pray. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's do this and then I want to just say something too. If you are someone you know, God's been putting this on my heart again to start really ministering to people with cancer. And um, so if you or someone you know has a diagnosis of cancer, please get in touch with me. I will make time for a phone call with you. And, um, or maybe I'm going to do another Zoom. All I know is if you need, prayer for it. Um, yeah, it's coming soon, real soon. Could even be next week, but the Lord is putting it on my heart to minister to people who have cancer. So, um, and there's just some things when we pray that I just, I want to help you to understand, but anyway, repeat after me. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, um, just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Wow. Thank you, Lord. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart. Teach me your ways. I make you. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. And I receive you now forever as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, I also ask you to baptize me with your precious Holy Spirit and fire so I can live for you on this earth. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. If you just prayed that prayer from your heart, welcome to the family of God. God has now sent the spirit of Jesus the spirit of Christ to live in your spirit. First Corinthians 6, 17 says, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Glory to God. All right. I just want to, I do want to minister to you real quick. I know we're over, but if you've been sick, 
we need to break agreement with that because chances are you've been speaking words out of your mouth in agreement with that. No, just repeat after me, mean it with your whole heart, okay? And just say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I am sorry for any agreement with darkness and with any unclean spirit that opposes you, my Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, that you paid for my sins. You paid for my for, for this sickness with your blood. You took it. It doesn't even belong to me. I thank you, Jesus. And I receive what you did for me right now. In Jesus' name, in your name, Lord. Okay. And don't say anything. Don't say a word. Don't pray in the spirit. Don't speak in tongues. Don't say amen. Don't say a word. Just receive. And then we can praise the Lord together. So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command every, any and every unclean spirit, every sickness, every disease to leave you right now. In Jesus' name, I curse the seed and the root of all cancers, tumors, cysts, and anything that does not belong to you. I curse it at the root and I command it to die now in Jesus' name. I command all your good cells to eat up all bad cells right now or cells that don't belong in Jesus' name. And I speak to your body right now from your head to your toes, and I say be healed and made whole in the name of Jesus Christ, the name above every name right now, be healed and of all pain, sickness, all of it right now in Jesus' name. And right now, even I see somebody with a broken arm, be healed. I command your bones to come together strong right now. In Jesus' name, I command your back to be healed. Everybody under the sound of my voice with a back issue. Backs be healed now in Jesus' name. Straightened, aligned right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, right now I speak to glaucoma. Eyes, eye issues right now. Be healed right now. All eye issues be healed. And if you need something, a retina, I speak it to you. A new retina right now in Jesus' name. Wow, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Multiple sclerosis. I command you right now to be healed of multiple sclerosis in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Even paralyzed, like paralyzation, be healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be healed right now. You know what? Just move your body. Do something that you couldn't do before. Do something as an act of faith that you couldn't do before. And I'm telling you, it's like that lame man at the gate. Your bones will become strong. Just thank. And now, now last but not least, Keep the praise 
of Jesus in your mouth. Remember, the enemy doesn't want to be anywhere where the Lord Jesus is being praised. Jesus is Lord. I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Make sure that you share this out. Share this with everyone, okay? And let's advance God's kingdom together. If you want to know more, um, you know, there's more information on my website, how to get in touch with me. If you wish to sow a seed, if you wish, just as the Lord leads you, you don't have to, but whatever God says to you, make sure that you do whatever God speaks to you. Keep the praise of Jesus in your mouth. Don't allow the enemy to steal your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Thanks for watching The Victorious Life, and I'll see you again real soon. Good night, and God bless you.